hey, it's snowing and stuff, so it's a good time to welcome you to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan. And, and you're oh, Bob. I'm sorry. I thought you were cueing me to I, introduce I, yeah, myself. I know. I cue you differently each time. I'm sorry. So no, uh, it's never the what same. I mean to say is cue. Hey, it's me, Bob. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes, hi. Yes, hi. Uh, famous catchphrase of Bob. <laughs> and we're Haven't used it in a while. Yeah, that's it's. It hasn't aged a day. No. Um, so we got comics this week. And many, many comics. More than I expected. So many more than I expected, honestly. And what else? Was there anything important that I needed to get out of the way? Nothing. You got a Kickstarter? Yeah, I got a Kickstarter, but it's almost funded. So, Ooh. I mean, but please do fund it. Help it. Yeah. If you if you got money and you want to throw it at something stupid, uh, throw it at my stupid thing. And uh, that's cool. It's called Self-Made Man. It is a Lovecraftian short story horror comic book with art by uh, Hugo Petrus Pons uh, of of Justice League, Batman, Catwoman, many other DC many comics. Many famous comics. Many famous comical books. He also did some turtle stuff. Toitles. Um, he did the toitles, Yes. Uh, he fought the Toitles. He has a large <laughs> ring in his nose. And Yo, these is, Toitles. And is some sort of I'm over here drawing these Toitles. Pig man. Uh, yes. No, that is not true. Uh, he is actually a lovely, lovely man. Yes. Um, I've never met him, but I know he is because you said so. And we're probably going to do something else in the future, hopefully, if uh, nice. if this goes well, uh, if people dig this thing. And I, I hope you will, because I, I feel very proud of this this piece of art that I have thrown together. What? It is, uh, it is my first attempt at doing something seriously, because I generally fuck around and do <laughs> things that are goofy. And this one is dead serious. Well, not really. It's it's a combination of dead serious and just weird. Nice. So, uh, I like it. Best anyway, uh, lots of comics to talk about, so let's do it. And there's some stuff that I loved this week. Yeah, this was definitely a week of books that I I had a lot of a lot of hits. I had mm. way more hits than misses this week. So nice. Let us talk about one of the hits: Action Comics 1052 on a winning streak. Yep. Uh, the the Superman stuff. It was it was promised to us that Superman books were going to get better and that this was going to be a focus for DC and it was no lie. Yeah, this is great. Uh, I actually enjoyed all of the stories in this. There are three different stories. There were yes, and uh, I, and yeah, all really cool. The second one, it was clear that like they're they're demographically poking at different people because the second one was definitely up my alley and specifically aimed at me because hmm. it was kind of a horror-y vibe to it which I really enjoyed yeah um, and uh, the the last one was a was a super girl well I, I, power girl power girl sorry yes power girl story and eh, your confusion makes sense it, the confusion makes sense when you see the book uh, because Truth. it is it is a little the the color scheme is very uh, subtle. I can't remember what else. Uh, it looks not a lot just, of blacks. Well, the the uh, the amethyst series had that same color palette, uh. pretty much. It, it's all very light purples and pastels and things. So, yeah, it was a very uh, everything. The characters were hard to tell apart, even though it is. This is an artist who I very much enjoy their work. So, uh, which, I, I which artist it. was that? This is Marguerite. Sauvage. Sauvage, Marguerite Sauvage. Yeah, but I I also like that the supporting character in this is one of my favorite uh, ancillary uh, Titans characters, Omen, 
aka Lilith. Yeah. Actually, I don't know why I call her Omen. She was a Lilith forever, and then <laughs> yes. they just gave her that name, Omen, and now that's what they call her. It's oh man. Oh man. Uh, so that's that is it for Action Comics. There's two. Uh, here's the other thing this week. Mm. This is one of the things that's going on this week is that there's too many fucking variants. Ooh, yeah. And you had one that had a. Th- I think I need to. I think I need to put the brakes on here because <laughs> this is out of control. Action Comics has six variants this week. Jesus. And that's action fucking comics. I mean, yeah. let alone like the new, like some of the new Marvel series and some of this stuff. It's just out of control. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta slow down here because we're gonna wind up with tons of dead stock because of this, and yeah. it's gonna be bad news for us. But you'll get that one in, in a, fifty in a fiduciary <laughs> sense. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, we got the Attack on Titan Omnibus Volume Nine. We've got Batman Gotham Knights Gilded City number five of six. I actually kind of like this comic. Hmm. I don't. I don't know anything about it. Also, hit me up if you need download codes oh, for yeah. Batman Gotham Knights because sure. I've bought this series and <laughs> I have them and I definitely don't play it. Uh, I like that uh, that Ben Temple Smith is getting some work out of them. He's got oh, nice. he you has a the B cover yeah, for this one. Excellent. That's great. Excellent. He's a very sweet man. Nice. Uh, Batman The Audio Adventures number five is out. I really like this, uh, and I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Yeah, it, this is this is a very surprisingly good book. Yeah. Uh, like I, it, when I when it was first announced, I was like, I, "This is nonsense to me." Like the description of it was nonsense. The concept was nonsense. Just calling it an audio adventure and having it in a completely yeah. silent medium was nonsense. Yeah, uh, but. But the, it's like they've the established end result rules. Is it, it's like a podcast where yeah. they established like a Batman universe that's kind of like its own version of the animated. So, so this yes. is just like stories set in that. Yep. Which honestly, for me, like what's it just scratches my like Darwin Cook Batman. Yeah, yeah. Itch. I mean, that's uh, even what it though, is. like you know, obviously, you see, sadly departed. But uh, yeah, but, but J Bone is carrying the torch, and uh, yeah. I also is Marquez. I think is the last name of the the penciler, but. Uh, very good, very Darwin-esque kind of that's, art, and that's what I really like yeah, about it. No, you're right. Uh, it's interesting because I was I was trying to think of what it was that it was reminding me of because it isn't the animated series. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Darwin Cook. Yeah. There it is. Totes. Um, Batman versus Robin number five. Did you read it? I did. Yeah, it's crazy. It is full of nonsense, <laughs> full to be honest. Nonsense. I don't think I read enough of this series to know what the fuck was going on. Well, if you didn't read Lazarus Planet, I did not. That would Lazarus be the thing planet. that you really because like, like, basically what is happening. First four issues of this comic set up Lazarus Planet. Then they did Lazarus Planet, okay. and then the fifth is a kind of a cheap shot because, like, ultimately, like, if you wanted the whole story, you had to buy like all of the Lazarus Planet, or at least the two issues of Lazarus right. Planet. You didn't necessarily need to read the tie-ins, but that's a real dick um, move because I was but, yeah. really confused. Yeah, but it it did make sense and. Uh, I mean, it made sense narratively. Like, I followed the storyline. Um, mm-hmm. Although this one got a little... Uh, I mean, you know, from p- doing this for me with, with me for five years and knowing me for a hundred years, yes. that, like, I'm a fan of, like, goofy stuff, but, like, with Batman and Spider-Man, characters like that that are more street-level characters, like, when it gets a little cosmic, I'm kind of like, really? like Same. Um, so it got a little into that territory, but you know, whatever. It it's was funny. Cool. I, I, I feel, liked it fine. I feel that way about Batman. I feel that way about like Daredevil, 
But like with Spider-Man, I forgive it because he's such a science character mm. and I like him as a foil in space because he's he's always a fish out of water in those kind of cosmic yeah. stories and he grounds them to me where all the rest of the characters are being like, ah, in Sector 4, we've got this... And they all have yeah. the jargon down and he's just like, he is the audience going, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? I, I'm glad to... I like to have Spider-Man around in those stories. Yeah, you need that kind of a character. That's actually that Defenders Beyond series that yeah. Marvel put out recently that I really like. They had Tigra doing yeah, that, yeah. which she I was thought... The, she like, was the audience surrogate for the what the fuck is happening. And I have said, uh, maybe on this podcast and in general, that I think that Spider-Man no longer qualifies as the everyman Marvel character, and I think Tigra does. Sure, sure. I'll give Just, you that. He's been in too many comics. I mean, he has he has had experiences far and away beyond those of mortal men. Yes. Uh, let's see. Blue Beetle Graduation Day, number four. Pretty good. Actually, this series is really fun. And we got the Spanish edition this time. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, we got one of them in, in Spanish. Nice. That's cool. We, I guess we had not been getting them in Spanish up until now, but there it is. We got a Spanish edition. Oh. Uh, people have been asking us. Dia for, de graduación. Sure. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people have been asking us for foreign language stuff, and I was like, okay, sure, why not? Um, here's one that's exciting because this series should have gone longer and they should have known that this should have been their main series and maybe just done an ongoing for it. But Buffy, the last vampire slayer special, it's a big ass 60 pager, uh, seven ninety nine. but I really liked the series, but I did not enjoy this terribly. Oh really? I mean, I just, I didn't I read it. Didn't love the art. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read it, but I love I loved this series and I love this idea and I definitely think that this should have been the way that they went for it. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I, it was just weird that they didn't have a ton of pomp and circumstance around it when they released the series. It feels like something that they should have put some promotion behind. Uh, and I think they just dropped the ball. That's all. I think Buffy just wasn't making them the kind of money that they needed to put any kind of promotion behind it and mm. so they just they just dropped it but interesting but it's good uh captain america scintilla sentinel of <laughs> i was gonna say scintillate scintillating scintillation i have of no america. idea how i was gonna put that together uh captain america the most scintillating of uh, of liberties <laughs> a scintillating libertine it's set in the 20s and he's uh, no um this is uh, there's a great the main cover is a Modoc thing. I'm not reading the series, but I love their version of Modoc with the crazy legs. Crazy legs, Old crazy legs, Modoc. I think is the way to go. I saw I, I saw a picture of Modoc from uh, Ant Man. As we all have. <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah. yeah, I know. I think it looks really bad. Everyone does. Okay, I don't know. It's weird, it's, man. Why would they make him look like weird than I just like a baby? That somebody took a joke piece of a movie that has comedy bits in it out of context and blew it up on the internet to make uh, fun of this series okay I, I would imagine that in context it's much less stupid uh, i'm it might be just as bad it just looks like a normal like baby face yeah yeah it's weird i mean the 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 like observation has like kind of like weird he's like scary looking sure i mean and when he has his mask down he looks just like modok um but uh, I have not seen the movie yet, but I know that the, the observation that the internet has definitely been making is that uh, 
uh, it Ant Man uh, looks a lot like uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Like a lot of the computer effects and the uh. costumes and like literally everything. There are like parallels to Shark Boy and Lava Girl from the Spy Kids series. Spy Kids, yeah. I don't see for me. I don't. I don't. I've seen. I, I've avoided reading the actual articles because I don't like to click. No. The bait. The bait. But is I bad. don't like to take the bait for clicking. But um, I I do think that I've seen a lot of headlines that are like, after Ant Man, I'm done with the MCU. <laughs> like a lot of like like yeah, not yeah. not insubstantial like I, internet public. And I'm just kind of like, here's here's my deal. If you are into the and if the MCU is going to keep you forever, or if you're done with the MCU. I don't give a shit. Yes. Yeah, like I don't fucking care yeah. at all yeah. what you think about whether you're going to watch more Marvel. Like I don't fucking care. Who are you? No. You're but, nobody. But the reason the reason that those things exist is because they're trying to make a political point and that's all it really boils down to. Uh, is that it, it always it always tends to be like Snyder cut people or like uh, it's always like somebody's somebody's trying to get some some agenda across that they have some dumb cross they have to bear or fucking I just don't yeah. care about them and I don't care about their opinions and I don't care about the internet and I hope it explodes. Yeah, honestly, I would be f- kind of like I would be except excited. for buying things on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I know. That I would miss. It's uh, nice and convenient to like be like I want to buy every issue of Rocco's Modern Life <laughs> comic book. Fair and and, and then that is and then cool. find out that it's too expensive and not buy it. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, we couldn't keep that in stock. Uh, but yeah, I will say. Oh, I'm talking about the old Marvel ones. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, they're not like they're. It's I mean, not like they're, they're not a dollar a piece. But, like but yeah, exactly. Be. It's like when you get them like with shipping and stuff. It's like you know, because you got to Rocco's find, Modern Life old Marvel comic should be a dollar a piece. That that should be the going yeah, price. Beavis yeah. and Butthead comics. And I think if Ren I saw and Stimpy, it, they should all be a dollar a piece. And I think if I saw it in a store, that's what it would be. Yes. But buying it on eBay, yeah. you, you got to pay shipping, and then nobody has all of them at once. So then you yep. got to, you know, and you got to pay that individual, and that's like, and that's know. why the internet should be destroyed. Yeah, I mean, I could buy that argument. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm just saying the convenient internet. I think that the internet should continue to exist for smart people, Ooh. where if you can understand how to use the FTP protocols, uh, I mean, I, I already just said ATM machine in computer speak basically just now, because so, <laughs> it's a file transfer protocol. But uh, you know what? It should only be for people who understand how to use a computer for real. All of this, like, Windows interface shit needs to go away. Yeah. It should only be for people who can program their computer to work. Too many stupid people on the internet. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I also think that they should, if we're gonna, if we're talking that, then they should have IQ tests for driving as well. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Let's let's get super fascist. I'm down. I'm, start, I'm starting I mean, just to put, like, put my flag. You have to down be old the, enough. Like, is that fascist? Like, yes. if we're being anti-fascist, does that mean that like 16 year olds should be able to drive without a permit? Yeah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> let's, let's make everything either anarchy or fascism. It's one or the other for me at this point. Well, I'll favor anarchy out of those two choices. All right, let's do it. Um, Anyway, you know, speaking of fucking anarchy, what Ooh. about DC and Ruby? What what do we I don't what, know why what do, why Ruby don't we like, is. why don't we like vowels anymore? People, uh, what has happened to America? Well, the, we be, used to use vowels in this country. We were a we were a country of vowels and now 
R-W-B-Y? That's not a way to spell Ruby. It's because the relatives of Jack Ruby copyrighted the word Ruby. Damn it. And so now when they want to call something Ruby, they have to, it's like that band Always that spells it with two Vs. It's still called Always, but they couldn't copyright the word Always. So they copyright the word Always. All the Vs. Um, <laughs> That's just how you do it. I mean, it makes perfect sense in a capitalism I like this new lens. I like my new conservative radio talk show thing that I'm going for <laughs> yeah. now. Ah, I think I'm, I think I'm really going to pursue this in some Vowels. <laughs> what? We're going to get rid of those. We're going to get rid of pronouns. We're going to get America rid of the whole thing. America doesn't want you to have vowels in your anime DC cross. Used to be I could call it Ruby and spell it like a normal American and sell it. No one cared because... It was only mine for 80 years anyway. Cause what? I, how am I, I going to buy Carhartt if there's no A? I don't <laughs> This is going to ruin my life. Carhartt. <laughs> uh, Detective Comics 1069. It's all right. I think it's, it's like this kind right. of treading water, but there was some nice, uh, some nice artistic, uh, hmm. like, like nice panel layouts and cool stuff in this. It's like. Uh, I gotta like actually sit down with a, a few issues of this and and really like I, I was really like I, I basically dipped in and dipped out for detective. I did and like the when first I came one. In I was like, holy shit, this is so good. <laughs> yeah, and it's then like, and then I just kind of didn't come back to it. It felt very much. It reminded me. I'm noticing there's a J H Williams cover. What it's reminding me of is that Batwoman run. Like mm. nothing more than that that run, eight forties somewhere in that yeah. neighborhood that was just magical that whole era well, what, what i read was like oh wow i'm i'm super into this it's hard when you but i'm not reading now when you like the first arc was rafael albuquerque who's amazing the second arc was ivan into. rice who is also i think really good and then Same. um then you're following it up with a good artist but like somebody with like less name cachet yeah. and and it i don't i mean i whatever that's just a thing it's just it's a different artist yeah. now but um and i think it'll change again but it's like <coughs> oh, i'm sorry i knew it was gonna happen I'm so dry i hate Damn, to talk this about winter. these i hate to talk about these variants but man they're fucking sweet yeah some of these variants are gorgeous the the ivan rice variant is amazing mm. jh williams and the main cover is gorgeous and there's also this ridiculous one for the 125 that is Batman pulling the Superman. Oh, I saw that one. That yeah, up, and there's a crazy bat, like an actual bat chest. flying out of his chest. Yeah, Very I saw sweet. that. I saw that one on the internet. I like it. Um, which shouldn't exist. Which should not exist. Which would mean that we would have to be doing this on an FM radio station. <laughs> I mean, which you know what? I'm a I'm an FF, FM broadcaster. Would be better. <laughs> It'd be better if this was like an actual radio show. Then whenever I swore, the FCC would would really. Fuck me up the fucking fuck. Let <laughs> me tell you. That's really that the selling point. The, shit. the thing about the FCC thing that I don't get is that it's like after 10 o'clock you can say fuck. It's like, what? Because the kids go to bed? No. Are you really, do you really think that? It's the 1940s in the FCC's brain all the time. Nah, they're fucking it's dumb. It's just a bunch of dumb old idiot, dumb dummy, dumb dumbs. And if you like more... <laughs> More similes for dummy. I'll say dummy, dum dum dum. Stupido. Anyway, do a power bomb trade paperback is there. It's very nice looking. I wish it had more backup material, but it's got a little bit of backup material. But the printing is very nice, and I like the. And a couple extra pages. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Warren Johnson. 
It's uh, good. He, he's good. Ghost Rider 12 is out. Um, Whoa, where are you, Ghost Rider? What? Yeah, yes. Why? What about we, Dead Boy Detectives? That would be Sandman Presents Dead oh, Boy Detectives. son of a... <laughs> Yeah, what about right. DC Horror Sergeant? Oh, is that also under S? I mean, I I don't know. I, I sometimes that falls under DC Horror. Like, sometimes uh, it falls under Sergeant Rock. I don't know where. Uh, this week it clearly falls under. There's Sergeant also Rock. Castle Full of Blackbirds and Cosmic Ghost Rider. I feel like we skipped those. Hmm. Oh, maybe we did. Did we? Uh, did we go all the way down? Okay, yeah. I guess I did. I guess I was scrolling while talking. Uh, Castle Full of Blackbirds is out, and Cosmic Ghost Rider, which I fucking love. Did you? Okay, I did. I, I kind of absolutely loved it. I skipped it. I thought it was great. Aw. All good. I could think was, what are you gonna do with this? It's been done to death. He's too powerful. Who cares? And it starts off, and it's Frank Castle. And he is has given up the cosmic ghost rider powers, and there are people hunting him down because, you know, while he was the the herald of Galactus, he blew up a bunch of planets. People are not excited about that, and there is a story backup about that exact thing, and it is actually very sad. Uh-huh. And I really enjoyed it. I think the I am I'm stoked for this. This cool. again. Speaking this of is ongoing or a mini, this is an ongoing. This is the first ongoing for Cosmic Ghost Rider. I would rather read about Frank Castle as Cosmic Ghost Rider than as Punisher. I will he, say that. But this is the thing: is that like he was never not Ghost Rider in the series leading up to this. Like it was always just kind of like, just it was just the Ghost Rider character. Hmm. And in this, it's just him. Yeah. You know, and he's an old ass man working in a bar in this book and it's like in a space bar. Space you know, bar. and there's crazy space people and, you know, assassins coming for him. I love the workaday space people like Space I Cabby. I love that. Yeah. I love I like that shit and I love uh I love George Lucas's uh Space Diner sure. where there's a dun, 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 gigantic dun, 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 dun. overweight space guy with a space oh, apron. Oh yeah. Remember from uh, from what, Phantom Menace was, was or whatever. No, it's it was one the of the second one maybe. Okay, sure. It was one of them. Attack of Clones. Sure, Attack of Clones maybe. I don't it know was one. one it was one of it, one of the pre It was just that diner set that was like Hilarious. in pulp fiction but right. just like with space. With crazy space <laughs> monsters. It was because, also in a movie called Cops and Robertsons <laughs> Robertsons starring Jack Palance. I mean the same diner he just loves he just loves 50s crap yeah and so george lucas is like you know it's gonna be space greasers in their space diner and they're gonna be having space burgers yeah of course did Um, you know that fun star wars trivia no i will i'll make it quick the in the in the in the no, it's like rise of sky no it's not rise of the second of the newest three uh yeah last jedi okay when they go to see luke skywalker on that milk planet yeah <laughs> yep. and he goes and he's got i got these jedi books that's the only time in all of star wars that there's books there is no other star wars movie that has paper or huh. books fascinating i thought that was interesting that is interesting I read that this week on the internet which shouldn't exist stupid internet <laughs> i'll get you i'll get you the internet <laughs> don't worry i'm sure i'm sure china or russia will get you first <laughs> nice. um and then i'll be then i'll be ruining my words <laughs> it'll be just called the tiktok 
Oh, God. Hey, did you log on to the TikTok? Uh, email will just be TikToks. Oh, God. <laughs> You'll have to dance all of your messages to your boss. Yes, and the black market oh, will all be is, snap. This is a fucking Black Mirror episode <laughs> uh, written by toddlers. <laughs> yes, written by AI. <laughs> I maintain I could write anything weirder than AI. Yeah, same. <laughs> Without okay. even breaking a sweat. I think I have several times over. Nice. Um, I had look, a dream that I had a blue taper for a pet this week. Oh, Top that AI. Oh, well, that's adorable. It was adorable, but it pooped all over everything, and its poop was green. Oh, that's adorable, That's too. my dreams. I like that. <laughs> okay, here is another book that I really loved this week. I know which one it is. Hallows Eve, number one. This is obviously going to be a book that I'm going to love because it's got a Halloween theme and it's right. fucking ridiculous. And her superpowers are putting on vintage Halloween masks and she gets the monster powers associated with each monster. Yes. It's awesome. It's really great. <laughs> this it's is great. so good. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I keep saying this, but it does not remind me of a Marvel character. This reminds no. me of a Dark Horse character. This should have been a Dark Horse comic from 1996. Yeah. Like, when Ghost came out, this should have been a comic that came out at the same time through Dark Horse. I, I mean, ba- j- judging by the fact that she already just appeared for the first time and already has a miniseries, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that A, the character is very popular, yes. and B, will be like Gwenpool soon, and yeah, yeah. that'll be fine. I'm. I like it. I, am I like this. I bought this, and I don't buy a lot in, of Marvel. I'm super into this. <laughs> like, obviously, again, I know it's it's cliche for me to be like, "Hey, the Halloween lady," I think no, is really good. awesome. But you know what? This book fucking rules. That's all I'll say. Yeah. No, it's um, really good. And I will also say that Harley Quinn number twenty seven is out this week. That's all right. And there are again, not to again in simultaneously me saying, I want to burn the person who came up with the idea of variant covers at the stake and eat their corpse but these variant covers fucking rule for I mean the problem with the variant covers being cool is that like I know the regular covers suck that's true (laughs) you know except for action comics which the main cover is like the best one even though there's some good ones like uh, that Batman one's all right. The one in 25 for, uh, there's a Ben Oliver uh, variant for Harley Quinn, and it's just her making a cowboy chin puppet. It's her head upside down with googly eyes on her chin and a little cowboy <laughs> hat, and it's fucking amazing. So just saying, that's a great one. Uh, anyway, there's Human Target number 12 that is out this week, and there's a book that both uh no the one in 25 is behind the counter uh <laughs> but uh i am iron man number one Whew. is out it's a what head scratcher the fuck is this book we both read it why does it exist what why, is it about the, you, what is happening in it there has to be a meta reason why this comic exists because that it was is what i thought but i looked the person up and it's just some guy but it's you don't just get a Marvel comic. Like, you don't, like... But that's... That was they it. give you a Marvel well, comic. right. Like, but, I mean, this was somebody who had done... The only other stuff that he had done was a couple of indie books. He did stuff for Marvel Voices. Uh, he's, like... I think he's, like, a sci-fi author. He's, like, some some dude who's, like, a... Like, he's a... I think he did, like... Maybe he's a sci-fi author? I don't know. Either way, some guy... 
don't really know him outside of this book, and it made no sense. I thought it was translated from Japanese. I mean, on the title, yeah, I I did kind of feel like maybe it was translated. Um, the title page has him holding a cake with a sixty, so I assume it's an anniversary sure. of some kind. But like, you're gonna do an anniversary, so like. There's You're some gonna... new terrible character who plays a space guitar and travels through time. And She plays in... bass the first time she appears. The entire purpose of her existence is to squash Tony Stark in several different eras and at some with point... a giant space boot. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm describing this as well as I can. Yeah. Uh, the, the story is insane. I do kind of like the sound effects being so on the nose, like like when something rips through something, it says burst, right. and then like someone punches Iron Man, it says punch, and then yep. uh, so you like flick something, it says flick. Mm. It's like they're so like, oh, he runs quick, and it says dash. <laughs> it's like so somebody, bizarre. Somebody this week actually oh, fall. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody Crash. this week got away with my favorite horror reference of the week for anyone who's a big Brian Usna fan. Uh, one of the sound effects this week in something I read, I can't even remember which book it is now, was Shunt. So any any uh, fans of the movie Society will enjoy that particular sound effect nice. that they chose to put in there. That was This has slump and slouch. <laughs> But it also has call, grab, and shred. You know what? I think it might have even been Hallow's Eve. I think I think Shunt might have even been in that one. Nice. Uh, which would even endear it to me more because I'm a huge fan of society. I just I'm like, I they they go out of their way to be like this is our love letter to Iron Man and and the things that make Iron Man a unique character for like the society and all this stuff. And it's like, so when I'm thinking of like iconic Iron Man things, the first thing that comes to my head is not someone playing guitar for most of the comic. Yeah. It's, it's bonkers. I'm sorry, it but made it's me, just all I could think was good. that it was literally like like this guy was like John Mayer or something. He's some guitar player. I didn't know that. Maybe it is to, a musician. It's not. Ah. I do, they're not a musician. It's. I mean, I all I know is that he's. I I know two things. He's Nigerian. He's. Uh, he wrote for for Marvel Voices, and he had a couple of indie books that he did that looked sci-fi themed that I had not heard of. That's it. Uh, that is all I know about him. It says next in number two, set during Archie Goodwin's classic era of Iron Man comics, Iron Man finds himself at the bottom of the ocean. So I guess they're like they're going through the eras. I mean, name of- dropping Archie Goodwin means that you know something about comics. Like you don't. He's not a person that like your average modern reader of comics no, knows. He's been dead for close to 20 years now so like people who are younger it's not my and reading, fault. like it's not you can't you can't blame me for that. i don't blame you but i'm still you, really I, sad i about really it. really i i felt like you were were blaming me i'm and not i don't know blame. i don't i don't think that's appropriate I, I, it's not but this comic him. i'm sorry is god i'm glad i got that off my chest i killed him he lands on the ground and the sound effect says land <laughs> Anyway, let's not talk about this yeah. book that we both hated. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about fuck this place. Yeah. I guess um, this is an ongoing. 
I think it is. I it yeah. was a mini series, but I no. guess it's not. Uh, I like Kyle Starks a lot. He's, he's good. Yeah, same. got nothing bad to say about that guy. Yeah, this lost me a little bit, but I know that if I read it in trade, I'd be stoked. I'm sure it's good. I I actually really liked it. So I liked the first couple I mean, issues. Yeah, yeah. I lost. I, think I lost the plot. I I definitely lost the plot somewhere along the line. Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Five Golden Wind Hardcover Volume Seven. That's a too many numbers. Uh, <laughs> King Spawn Number Twenty has a great cover. I did not read it, but it is just Spawn looking corpsey in a suit, and uh, it's it's a good look. Koshi in Hell. Mm. I pronounced that wrong. Koshi Koshi. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's that thing that probably will end up being something that you wished you had read if you follow Hellboy because yep. when he brings Hellboy back or whatever he's going to do like yeah, at yeah. some point like you'll wish you read Koshi and Hell. Yep. But, but luckily all that I'm shit I'm not reading it. <laughs> all that shit comes out in trade. Yeah. And that's the best way to read Hellboy anyway. Uh many deaths actually I say that but god damn it I loved following Hellboy week to week when it was coming out back in the day. Oh yeah, me too. That was I mean I still do. Like getting those issues as they were coming out was just a delight. Yep. Ugh. 90, 97 to like 2000, yeah. a little after 2000 was like That was prime. my heyday of comics too. Was yeah. like that was like when when Hellboy started was like when I started really getting heavy into comics. Yeah, that was a magical time. And that the, was a real good time. I was reading Starman and oh, Starman so was good. Good I, shit. I wish they'd bring him back same i mean i think they might i, I mean, think they I, might i, I feel like that this era of dc is like the most like, likely to do like it there's a chance but i feel but like they such... have to get robinson to do it the thing is that when he comes back unfortunately he's going to be such a relic of the 90s that oh, yeah. he's going to be a weird grunge holdover he's going to be a gen x guy in his 40s and it'll be odd yeah <laughs> but it might be speaking like, of archie goodwin though you have him to thank for starman existing yeah yeah i mean at, somebody smart could make a very good story out of that anyway uh many deaths of layla star hardcover deluxe edition is out this week pretty good book uh murder world game over uh is out this week this is i presume the end of this murder world story that made Let's say not a ton of sense. Yeah, and was not. I did uh, see a couple words of praise for it on some the people, internet. Some people, some people dig it. Um, yeah. I just I don't mean, like arcade that much. Same. That's really the problem. Is that like? And I don't understand why he got like a bunch of comics dedicated to him. It feels like I. I mean, I'm. I, I can only assume that it's because arcade is going to be in one of these Marvel series in their film or TV world. Oh, and they're sure. trying to, to put him in the, the zeitgeist. Um, either way, good enough. Uh, My Little Pony 10 is out. And, ooh, a great book this week. Holy shit. Uh, Phantom Road number ooh, one. Yes. This, Quite good. Um, maybe not my pick of the week. I think still Hallow's Eve is my pick of the week, but uh, Phantom Road, up there. Mm, good. It's very good. Good friggin' book. Yeah. I liked it um, a lot. I guess it might be my pick of the week. I don't know what really stands out. It's it's one of those ones where it's like I mean, not enough happens in it. There's a good there's a good capper at the end of the issue, but it, yeah. it overall, like, I mean, in a nutshell, literally, a dude driving a truck finds a bunch of monsters and fights them. Yeah, it's not with like, a crowbar. I mean, it, with a crowbar, that is an important part, and it is, uh, you know, I mean. 
it's written well and all of that, but at the end of the day, there's not enough meat in this for me to know that it's brilliant. I just, I believe that it's brilliant because of the lineup. Totes. You know, I'm just trusting Jeff Lemire to know what he's doing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Punchline, The Gotham Game, number five of six. Did this you say book, Pink Lemonade? I did not because it's not listed on the flipping uh, website. Well, this, Pink Lemonade, number six, is the final issue, yes. and it is a real, this series ended up being like way more of a tearjerker than I expected. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. I yeah. really liked it. Yeah, we had a we had a weird thing. This is a new thing that we're we're having to contend with. Anybody who wants a behind the scenes here, uh, it turns out that Penguin, uh, this company that is not good at what they do. <laughs> by the way, I don't know if you knew this. Um, they don't generate invoices for a when a Wednesday comes up on the first. We don't get our invoice on time, so we can't list our books on the website because we need to download all of this into a into our system, and we don't actually have our numbers because Yikes. the invoice hasn't been generated until the next day. So I have to go back and find my order, which is a different setup, and everything's a little funky. And so every time the first lands on a Wednesday, my life gets 10 times more complicated <laughs> than it needs to be. And that's all. Um, so, I'm sorry. It's okay. It stinks uh, that you have to deal with that. It's it's silly nonsense. I still fucking run a comic shop, and my life's pretty awesome otherwise. Uh, so I should shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Radiant Black. Radiant Black. Thank you so much. Um, number twenty-two. Uh, Rick and Morty. Number two. Uh, two. R- Riddler. Year one. Number three. Dano. Mm, yes, Paul Dano. Yep. Uh, Man, do I not like the art in that comic? But apparently, it's good. Yeah, people love it. I actually, I read the first, uh, the first one, maybe the first two, mm. and I was shockingly impressed by his writing. Cool. I, like, just somebody who I did not know had any skill in that department, just coming, kind of like knocking it out of the park. So, nice. I realized stuff. today that that movie's been out for over a year, and I still haven't seen it. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll get around it, to it. I think you'll hate it. Honestly. Probably. I think you're not going to like it. Yeah, probably won't. Um, I that's, mean, I feel like that's true, and that's why I haven't seen it. Yeah, it definitely was like it was skillfully made. Yeah. You know, it it is a good movie. Yeah. I don't know that it's a good Batman movie, but it's a it's a really good movie. If that yeah. makes sense, where it's like, or th- I guess that's not fair because Batman can be anything it wants to be. Um, it's it changes depending as long on as he imagineers it. Right, exactly, but I mean, for me, it's not what I want out of Batman. It's too ground level. Like when it gets so far down to like, this is all about just like serial killers and like it's it's just it's too gritty. It's okay. like I I want a little bit of superhero in my superhero movie, and this is just like this could have been a Charles Bronson movie. You know, like if you had taken him out of the outfit and Charles Bronson had just walked in there and been, oh, hey, Riddler. Okay, <laughs> hey, Ma, how about <laughs> some cookies? <laughs> I got a sack of quarters with your name on it there, Riddler. Um, th- no dice. That would have been great. <laughs> but uh, no, it would have been pretty much the same. over. What about Rogue and Gambit? You know, it didn't grab me. I looked through it. I didn't read it because yeah. I don't care about Rogue and Gambit. Actually, Rogue is probably my 
I like Rogue. She's in my That's top five X Men favorite characters. Let's say I don't care about. Remember last bitch. week when you when you pressed that issue where oh, yeah, Rogue right. joins the X Men <laughs> for me, which uh, I was so grateful for. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know. I just this didn't this didn't move me. I don't like Gambit. I don't like Gambit and either. I don't like. I don't know. I just didn't. But really... Rogue and Gambit have a huge following. This book sure. is going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah. And it might be. It might just be that it's tuned to that audience specifically, which is not my audience. Yeah. And so I get it. Um, you know what? Turns out not everything's for me. Yeah, I know. That's right. That's that's called. That's called growing up, man. It's called when you're selling comic books. <laughs> uh sandman universe dead boy detectives there it number is. three of six not under d after all nope uh savage dragon i did not i read this and i did not even kind of understand it but i shouldn't say i read it i flipped through it did you know Which who paul was no no me either but i feel like i probably would if i regularly read Savage Dragon. <laughs> i was just like "Ooh, the story of paul let's read about it it's wow it's his letter to the philippians i can't wait he it is it does have like that oh, kind of for a riff. Fuck's sake. <laughs> it is like literally a biblical riff there's like a guy that looks like jesus but oh kind of like running through it i well, don't know i just didn't really eric larson it. you're well, one last, step ahead of me here's what i really didn't understand about it is that the issue before this had this shark guy that like ate the fuck out of everybody and i was like "Ooh, this is interesting where's this going and then it's just like huh Paul, I don't understand. Anyway, I probably should have, and and I'm sorry if I'm disrespecting the book by being like, I don't get it, but I don't. Okay, fine. That's fair enough. Oh, shit. I should have read this other book. Uh, not this one. Uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, special shazam Matters, number one. <laughs> one shot. It was it was fine. It's written by the cast of the film, so uh, you know. But like Erica Henderson drew one of the stories. There's some good artwork in it. Um, there's some mediocre artwork in it. It's it's really like if you're Guys, jacked about the Shazam movie, fucking suck. I don't. I'm not convinced that it will suck. I sh- that's another one that I actually haven't seen. That I, the first one um, that really I probably should watch. Loved that first one. Yeah. I just. I, all I could think. Uh, I think there's too many Shazams. Well, that was what I was. That's what I was saying. I is know. Like that's Jeff Johns first, did that. And I don't understand why the movie did it. It's the like the first Shazam movie. All I could think was, oh, this is a movie that can never have a sequel because you you paint yourself into a corner because no movie can sustain this many people who all have the same power set who are all the same kind of suit. Yeah. Having seven Supermans in a movie. Uh, one Superman is an impossible feat to get to write a decent movie about. Having seven of them is nigh on impossible. Yeah. I can't imagine if they pull it off, which is within the realm of possibility, I will be over the moon and absolutely impressed by it because the first movie, brilliant. It was fun, funny, silly. Yeah, I heard just, it was I heard just good a things. great, just a great choice all around. Uh, Black Adam was a movie, and uh, and I think this one will also be a movie. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, what about this? Did you read Skull and Bones? I did not. I did. Oh, good. Flip through it. Okay. I did oh. not read it. It is about pirates. Okay. It is a pirate story. There is no. It's a straightforward pirates. So There's it's no, not about a Yale secret society. It is not about George Bush. Okay. It is not about uh, <laughs> any of the members of Skull and Bones. It okay. is. 
Unless this is the original oh, maybe it origin is. story for it, which maybe goes back to pirate times. I'm not sure. It's it's a pirate comic. It's like if you're into Pirates of the Caribbean and you're like, there's not a comic on the stands for me, check out Skull and Bones because it is pirates. Pirates, oh pirates, God. pirates. Doing pirate stuff. No ghosts, no sea witches, no just pirates. Let me quickly, uh, I know we don't have a lot of time, but let me quickly tell you my biggest regret in the history of my attending flea markets and not purchasing things. We were at a flea market and there was some vendor from like, I, like one of these guys that gets in a van and buys stuff and like drives to different flea markets. One of these like super ultra mega weirdos. All right. Uh, and he had in his collection a letter from Skull and Bones Ooh. from the Skull and Bones Society. Wow. And it was one of their death threat letters. It was on their fucking, it had their insignia on it, and it was literally like a threat that was saying, if you continue to reveal our secrets, this will happen. Uh, there were like all of these things. This was a piece of history for this shit that was like, it was a legitimate death Like threat. somebody who had been a member of Skull and Bones and it was learned the was, secrets. It was someone from Skull and Bones who was talking. Yeah, and, and they, they were threatening him. this ex-member of Skull and Bones who had, who was like no, who was actually saying things, and it was like quoting things from their charter, saying this, and these are the like curses and things that will happen to you, and like all this shit, and it was insanity, wow. and it was signed by the person like whoever was the head of Skull and Bones at the time, oh. it was like a secret society piece of ephemera, and. The guy wanted $400 for it, and I was like, it was authentic. Like, we, we went over it and over it and over it, and we basically authenticated it, and we were like, Michelle and I were like, we can't do this. We can't spend that much money. This is insane. And I have regretted that <laughs> every fucking day since I passed it up. Uh, I wish we had taken a photo of it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that the, one, one of those of, ones where he probably wouldn't let you. He wouldn't let us. Yeah, that's smart. That was smart of him because, you know, we don't need to buy it if you take a picture of it. Yeah. Uh, but the idea, I think the, the secret idea is to sell it back to Yale because I think they collect that stuff and they pay for it. They pay for those uh, relics of their old societies. Uh, so Makes the sense. Crazy. Skull and bones. <sighs> One of the reasons the world is totally fucked. Hmm. Hooray. True. Anyway, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog number 58 is out. Hmm. Um, One of the reasons why there might be a little glimmer of hope. Yeah. Sonic. Weirdly, I had a dream about Sonic the Hedgehog Aww. last night. I had a dream that we bought a new space and we had to keep the old name. And I think it used to be a Sonic, the, uh, the fucking restaurant. We had to keep calling the comic shop Sonic. And because it had Sonic in the title, we kept having people showing up in ratty Sonic costumes and running full speed into our door and passing out. <laughs> nice. That's a good dream. That's better. That's weirder than AI. Yeah, you know, that's, just, that's how it goes. Anyway, um, Spider-Gwen, the Shadow Clones. You hated this. I actually I thought it was pretty okay. I hated I just thought it was just kind of... Yeah. An excuse to have Gwen Stacy dressed as Dr. Octopus. I mean, clearly that was what it was, but I, I actually thought it was pretty all right. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't hate it. I just, 
it's not a it wasn't a purchase for me. Spider Man Unforgiven. This one I have questions. Okay. What is and 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 not this in is, the same way that Iron Man. I'm like I don't no, understand no, no, this because yeah, it's yeah. weird. Like, what is it a crossover with something? Because it's like now there's going to be an X Men Unforgiven, yep. and I'm like, who are these Unforgiven? Uh, who are they? They're all they're all vampires. It's, it's okay, vampires they're story. like Draculas. Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of Draculas. Okay. It's a bunch of Draculas. But they're just Marvel guys. Yeah, it's just a bunch of Marvel Draculas. So Marvel has created it's, a... It's a, a new, it's a new, like, super team of Draculas. Ah, uh, Dracolopes. It's like, uh, they're like the blood pack. <laughs> Dracolos. Oh, man. But it... Holy shit. <laughs> what? Is there a contingent of drag queen juggalos called the Dragalos? Because there know. should be. There should be. Uh, wow. Should be a contingent of drag queen fill in the blank. Well, I mean, sure, uh, but this is this is going to be fully uh, fully vampired uh, vampired out, and we've got Jubilee showing up. It's a kind of a spoiler, but uh, but having Jubilee there, she's going to address some of the uh, some of the Dracula issues with her. Uh, her the fact that she used to be a vampire has already come up in this issue, oh. so uh, that's kind of cool. Because that was a weird little chapter in her life, and uh, I I don't know I'm I'm curious to see it I X Men and vampires have a weird history I'm not a hundred percent sold but if Blade shows up then I'm probably down that's sure. that's basically what I think I, I mean because that Blade comic they haven't had the second issue of that thing I'm wondering if that's going to be a crossover too mm. the weird because they're doing the thing with Blade and the town of vampires where he's the sheriff and all that shit and there's a vampire there's a whole vampire nation in yes, Marvel exactly like Chernobyl has been turned into vampire city mm. uh, so yeah why not Vamp- Vampopolis I can't remember <laughs> what they called it there was, there was a name that was equally stupid to Vampopolis but uh <laughs> Dracutopia. I don't know. Anyway, there's so many fucking Star Wars books out this week. Just Just one really good one. Imagine a Star Wars book, and it's out this week. Uh, Star Wars, uh, there's Han Solo, there's uh, Hidden Empire, there's High Republic, there's Hidden Empire, there's Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, there's everything. Okay, but there's the one that's really good is the hyperspace. Is hyperspace story is number four. That one is so good. <laughs> I think honestly, I think it it's my I good. think it's my pick of the week. I, I it's so it, good. Yeah. It's uh, it's a sequel to the Star Wars holiday special in a, in essence, where Ray and Chewbacca return to Kashik to hang out with uh, Lumpy and <laughs> and and Squishy and uh, cheesy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> chocolatey, to- toothpaste, crunchy, and uh, I don't know. It's just dumb, and the way the guy draws the Chewbacca's, it literally looks like they're so skinny. They're they, it looks like people wearing Chewbacca's know, costumes. I agree, and I just love it. It's That's like it's perfect. perfect. Like it's so yeah, yeah. If you've ever sat through the the actual entire holiday special, it's not. This isn't like a true sequel in that no, like no, it no. it borrows the format of it. It's just it's a life day but, celebration. But also, but it's but it's when you said that adorable. I was like I don't get it. But then I looked at it and it's like oh this is the color palette yeah. of the, like every time you see the, stuff there like they're clearly referencing life day. From yeah, like the, the Chewbacca Christmas special because it is even though it's a cartoon yeah. of a Chewbacca, it oh, yeah, still yeah. looks like a person wearing a Chewbacca it, suit. Absolutely, 
Um, and I mean, the fact I that you include it. lumpy and dumpy yeah. and frumpy, I mean, of course. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> Dickhead asshole. He's my That's favorite. Right. That, was, that, was the, that was the thing we were talking about earlier, that apparently somehow all of Chewbacca's relatives are named after insults. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's lumpy and asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's... Uh, Yes. It, it does follow on the whole like Chewbacca being chewy and yes. so they were trying to give him like but they just but like that, everything but about that's that a nickname that Han Solo gave but, him because he couldn't pronounce the fucking Kashakian name. Correct. But uh the things that the the Star Wars holiday special didn't understand about Star Wars mm. is not limited to just that. Also, one thing you gotta give it up for for the holiday special. I love the holiday special. You've got to give it up for being one of the only Christmas specials I've ever seen where a man is murdered. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like a man is thrown to his death. Oh yeah, out of yeah, yeah. One out of, of the, the storms. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Is literally knocked off the cliff to yeah. his death. And then later on the, someone comes looking for him and they're just like, "Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know what happened." I mean, did somebody down there just like it's just so regular that trees people are just fall out of the trees yeah, that they no. just drag them off? Totally. Uh, yeah, that... it's got its own its own ecosystem underneath. That's how they dispose of the old, the elder uh, of the of the Wookiee races. They just toss them out, and then something <laughs> eats them the second they hit the ground. Yeah, maybe I don't know what the mythology of Kashik is, but uh, I will say also that the uh, the Boba Fett cartoon in that is top notch. It it's is. so good. Is that Ralph Bakshi? No, it like it's Ralph not. Bakshi. It's so um, twist, it's filmation, but they're trying to make it look like Moebius. That's that's what that's like say, the yeah. style is supposed to be, and they 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 miss the mark, but like their mm. miss is like it was pretty close. Yeah, it just creates like I don't know. I just like there it's should like be Brendan more. Graham did it, sorta. Yeah, I don't know. I love the animation of it. I think yeah. it's really cool, and uh, and I love just like. I love, I love everything. I love Lumpy sitting in his chair looking at porn. I um, love Harvey Corman pouring uh, oh, okay. water into his own head. I'm not gonna, okay. <laughs> that part, sure. I, I love B. Arthur singing lyrics to the Cantina yeah. song and the uh, cooking show is real whack. The, though. Th- that like improv exercise that goes on for like 30 minutes where he's got yeah. somebody else's hands doing his work. It's yes. like. Guys, we've we've seen an ass cat show. Shut the fuck up. We don't need any more of this fucking upright citizens brigade nonsense. Yeah. Come on. No, it's uh it's, it's Improv Everywhere featuring Harvey Corman. No, thank you. It's fantastic. I love <laughs> but it. Yes, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh I <laughs> It's good. Uh what's Just their name? faces of the, the lumpy and the relatives. Their the main, faces are so bad. <laughs> the main character, who is it? Uh Art Art Carney. Oh, Art Carney. Like, That's yeah, yeah. Who's like the main human character? He's in the this. he's the guy that helps him out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the, his thing. He keeps botching lines, and it, he just rolls with it, and they just keep everything in. Yeah. He's like, I need the the power could contempler quip um, <laughs> you know the thing. You know the thing that we need, and it's like, oh, that was not that was not on purpose. That <laughs> was very clearly you just fucked up. Uh, love it. Anyway, Stargirl, The Lost Children, number four, a comic book that I thought no one was going to buy and has become very popular. It's good. Yeah, I, I had no I idea mean, there was such an audience ju- for this shit. 
I feel bad saying this because I used to really like Jeff Johns. It's very yeah. Jeff Johnsy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I just, I don't know. I'm super into these like dopey like sidekicks from the golden age. Like it's, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we got Tim Drake Robin. Yes, he's making out on the cover. He makes out in the comic as well. Oh my god, he's making out everywhere. Yeah, he's making out like a bandit. I don't know why they didn't let Riley Rossmo draw the cover though. Because <laughs> they wanted it to be sexier than that. You think? You yes. think that's sexier? Maybe I guess it is. Riley then Rossmo. Riley Rossmo? <laughs> yes, I think so. I like how in Mr. Riley Rossmo's yeah, yeah, I think so. I like how his head looks. His hair looks like it's made of plastic. Yeah, that's uh, my favorite. I like the fact that they there's like a '90s Dan Moira yeah. B cover that like looks like it's straight off the '90s series with spoiler. He's so on. good, man. I don't understand that guy. He's so fast. Good stuff. Like just like tons I mean, of variant covers. Two monthly series. Two like, monthly series coming up. I mean, he was doing two monthly series the whole time. He did Once a Future, never ne- now Once he's a Future, do never Shazam. missed a beat. Yeah, he says Shazam looks pretty cool. You know who's going to be in that Shazam comic with Shazam? Doggy Tawny. Hell he's back, yeah. baby. I can't wait. Oh, I, I love. I I have to adjust my order because I went a little crazy on it. I'm noticing that I'm massively over ordering lately. I mm. need to back it off. <laughs> I went crazy on this Shazam because I was like, this is so fucking cool. Mark Wade's doing this. And obviously, Shazam ties in so big to Kingdom Come. And so that storyline, mm. I've always wanted to know what the fuck happens with the worm in his ear and all that shit. Mm. So. I yeah. mean, that was such a big thing. And Mr. Mind. And it's just dropped like like that, or it's just like, oh, you, Mr. Mind is squished into his ear by Lex Luthor, and it makes him evil. Or mind controls him. That's all we know. Wait, if mind controls who? Uh, Shazam. It does? Yeah. Oh, the wizard. No, Shazam, like Captain Marvel Shazam. Yes, Captain Marvel Shazam. One thing I really and, like and about And then he fights Superman to a standstill, and then he has to make the decision. Oh, Spoilers wait. about Kingdom Come here. He has to decide what he's going to do with humanity. He has to make the decision as to... Because Superman mm. says, you're a man and a god. I'm not even a human. You have to decide the fate of humanity. Do I... If I drop you, I can stop... If you say Shazam... I will stop and I won't be able to stop this nuke. So I'm going to let go of your jaw and you say what you need to say. And he lets him go and he says Shazam and everybody gets nuked. Mm. That's the ending of Kingdom Come. Sorry for the spoiler. Hmm. I already said spoiler, so fuck you. Yeah. Um, the book came out 30 time. fucking years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't worry, worry about that. I haven't read it in a long time. That's the end of it? I mean that's that's the that's the climax of it. That was the that was the moment that he yeah, was there yeah. to chronicle that yeah. X fifty one is that that the, the that's Marvels X fifty one is Marvel. No, it was Spectre and uh, Spectre. Oh and yeah, and that guy that's Alex Ross's dad. Yes, but yeah. but who is the, what was He's, he called? I can't remember his name. He's a priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I don't know. I was never a huge Kingdom Come fan. Oh my myself. god, fucking I loved it. I know. There's that one page that should have made you love the whole thing. That's literally just like every single Jimmy Olsen in the history of Jimmy Olsen's. It's like Alex Ross draws every turtle boy, Mm. uh, every permutation of every single thing that he ever turned into in one page. Something happened with Alex Ross in the last like 
couple years that made it so that I kind of like him now, but mm. I never did. Interesting. I've never been a fan oh of hyper-realistic comics. Like, that, I'm not a Neil Adams fan who is, for some reason, considered a realistic artist, which makes weird. no sense to me. Because I love it, his art, but... Um, I mean, I don't dis... Like, I don't hate it. I just, like, it's just not... Like, I like... I don't know. I just... I'm, I'm a huge fan. The only thing about Neil Adams that I'm a huge fan of is when he made Batman spooky. I mm. think that whole spooky Batman era that he started with the long pointy ears and the angular cowl and like all that shit where he was going to haunted houses and like all that stuff and fucking Robins hanged mm. on one of the covers and it looks like an autoerotic asphyxiation. Sure. But it's supposed to be scary. My favorite one with the Robin cover is uh, is that Justice League cover where they're like, the last person you touched is doomed. And it's like, Flash is like, Iris, no. And Green Lantern is like, Carol Ferris, no. And then Batman's like, Robin, what have I done? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's a classic. But anyways. Anyway, Unbreakable Red Sonja. She still remains unbroken. Yep. It's a uh, streak. Uh, indefatigable, Red Sonia. Uh, Vamp- Vampirus Carmilla, Fear Book 2024. It's like yearbook, but it's spooky. Yeah, it's just uh, if you already read the series, you have all the comics. Yep. But if you don't read the series, it's pretty cool because it's like it's, the best one. It's a best of, yeah. Uh, Venom 17 is out. Walking Dead Deluxe is out. And of course, the greatest comic of our generation where monsters lie number hmm. two yes uh this is not as this is not as knock you over the head funny as the first issue but it sets up the uh the progress that's going to be made because we ended in a in a big cliffhanger in the first issue mm-hmm. and it resolves what was going to happen and it was probably what you would expect if you've seen a slasher movie yeah uh I love the first page where they're like, oh, there's a whole bunch of cops outside. What are we going to do? And the guy's like, "Uh, we're going to kill a bunch of cops. Kill a bunch of cops. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yes, they do proceed to do that. And that is pretty much the whole issue. But I'm really all about this guy that's like given up killing. That's like into gardening now. I know. He's my favorite and I want more of him. Uh, His name is Fuckmaster. No, he's not. Is he the Fuckmaster? He is the Fuckmaster. The Fuckmaster has given up on his life of being the Fuckmaster, even though he freaks everyone everybody out yeah. and nobody wants to sit next to him uh he is he's just a gardener now <laughs> fuck master <That's> uh <laughs> love it oh my god so good and that clown that's obsessed with the flamethrower <laughs> <laughs> i love that he gets to arc right from issue one to two it's like a perfect perfect story arc for that guy nice uh man fuck I love this book. Yeah, anyway, it's good. There's that, and there's X Force number thirty-eight, and that's it. Yep, ta-da! Yeah. Um, and so, with that said, uh, follow us at Coast City Comics on Instagram. Buy things from CoastCityComics.com. Rate and review this podcast on Apple or Spotify or any of those places where you get these things, and uh, it would help us to get more people to listen to this thing, which in turn hope hopefully would get us more orders on our website, which in turn hopefully will pay for this fucking thousand dollar rent increase that's coming up. Oof! <laughs> Jesus fucking fuck! April is my rent goes up a thousand dollars here. 
Damn. Everybody can suck a dick in Portland. Yeah, it's really. You wonder why I swore so much this episode? That's why. <laughs> my next, it. my next rent check is going to be a thousand dollars more than it was. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, especially coming on the tail end of winter when we don't make any money. Mm. That's real exciting for me. Uh, anyway, but uh, that is that is beside the point. But uh, yeah, do all those things. We appreciate it, and um, we will see you next week. Oh, I picked a bad time to yawn. And Bob is yawning, so it's time to go. <laughs> good night, so good. everybody. Bye.